Welcome. I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I am your favorite Southern girl. You know I'm the platform builder. You are listening to Good Deeds Radio. We just love it, love it, love it. Woo! I know you want to just scream because you're having an awesome, a fabulous day, evening, or afternoon. Before we get started, I truly, truly want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys always, always support us, and we're just so grateful, and we thank you for that. Uh, you download our podcast. You check us out on YouTube. You actually all on my website. You actually all over our social media. You probably have seen it. If um, It's probably going to be posted uh, pretty soon on social media. We have over, guess what, 100,000, I think it's 100,000 and 900 and something likes on our business page. And every day is growing by leaps and bounds. And we just thank you for that. We thank you because you take the time out to like our page. When we put posts up, you click like. And sometimes you may not, and that's fine, but at least you look at it. Because the goal is with all the platforms that I have been entrusted with is to help someone move forward in life. That's what it's all about. And you know with being the platform builder, I help people first identify their purpose if they're not aware. But also what we do is we help build a platform so they can be seen, be heard, and guess what? Get paid. Amen. <laughs> so we can help somebody else, right? Y'all know I'm geared up. You know you know that's me, right? But here at Good Deeds, you know we have the Good Deeds Radio, we have the Good Deeds TV, we have the Good Deeds Magazine. And you know I have also been entrusted with Sunday Publishing Company and also Sunday Foundation. And you know I'm a board-certified anesthesiologist uh, for 18 years. And the reason I fail that because the question of the day uh, for this session, uh, before we get to our lovely, lovely guest, the question for Dr. Renee, and you know I get these questions all the time, but you know I'm very transparent, and my team, they, you know, they love to hand me the question right when we go on the air, which is fine because I love being authentic, and I believe the skill set that I actually have obtained and still do in anesthesia is I have to be quick on my feet. Uh, you know, uh, I, uh, the people said when I was in the uh, um the pageant, the Miss, uh, Miss Corporate America pageant, they said, wow, you answered the questions pretty quick. Um, and they asked me, was I trained in that? And I said, well, I think I have obtained that through being an anesthesiologist because I got to make a decision right away. Sometimes it's a life and death situation. But the question, listen to the question. The question was, Dr. Renee Sunday, we know that sometimes you say, <laughs> you say minister, sometimes you say doctor, uh, this person even referred to me as an apostle because uh, they know me, in, you know, in regards of the fivefold ministry. They said you're a best-selling author, all these things, they, and they named them. So they did their research, they do diligence. So I really, really admire that. But the question was, Dr. Sunday, when you come to a challenge in life, when you see things that's not working the way you want it to, that's the key, and I'm paraphrasing because this is the way, you know, this question, what do I do? I mean, what do you do to 
keep it going. You always saying, don't stop, get it, get it. You say, believe, trust, and walk it out. Well, how do you really do that behind the scenes? Because uh, let me just do a, a put a pin there a minute. You know, a lot of people are one way in the public eye, and they're a different way behind the scenes. So I asked some questions. Of course, me and the person talked a long time, but we're going to be very brief, very brief today. Uh, I told them, first of all, you know I believe in God. He's the head of my life. And you know all of us <laughs> need Jesus, right? Because we wear short from the mark. We all we miss it more than we really uh, realize every day. <laughs> but anyway, uh, first of all, uh, God, and, and I do have people around me that celebrate me, guess what, and don't tolerate me. They push me, and, I mean, they throw me off the cliff. <laughs> and uh, because a lot of people see the greatness in you more than you see in yourself. Because when you walk in your purpose, just quickly, when you walk in your purpose, guess what? It's easily achievable by you. When I do my coaching, it's easily. So you think it's, you're just doing a regular thing. But guess what? You are transforming, guess what, people's lives. You, you see what I'm saying? So what I do is I keep it centered. On, on God, number one. Number two, I be around people that celebrate me, that push me, that won't let me lay in the bed if I act like I want to lay in the bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, if I try to act depressed, anxiety, dot to dot, they say, wait a minute, let's get let's get you straight. And I do that to them as well. It's not a one-sided street, okay? But another thing I truly enjoy is they call it soaking. And what soaking is is I play a lot of music, a water, um, different, uh, even jazz, gospel, all type of genre of, mu- of music. I play it during the day. I actually play it during the day when I'm not even at my home. I play it at night when I'm asleep because uh, I want my, you know, my soul. You know, your spirit is great. You know that, right? But your soul, you want your soul to be at peace. As, and, and then I meditate. I, 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 I try to keep my mind focused. And, and as I said earlier, I try to do that due diligence thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all of us will make mistakes. Uh, you, you may have a perspective that you didn't think of that, that's appropriate. So I always uh, listen to what other people say because I know I don't know everything. Amen? But that's it in a nutshell. I kind of talk to the person, as I say, a little more in detail. But the thing is, you have to realize that it's not about you, number one. Your purpose you need is for somebody else. And the next thing, you have to realize, that uh, learn from the things and the experiences you've been through, okay? So if you have a question, <laughs> don't hesitate to send them in because I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So that's the great thing about it. But let's get to, let's get, let's get to this guest because uh, she's a powerful, powerful young lady. She is so inspirational in, in my own life. So, you know, I'm going to have to do I'm going to have to really hold and sit down in the chair. My team has already warned me to make sure I don't holler and scream on the broadcast. But anyway, this young lady, uh, Deborah Tule, she's a spiritual purpose strategist. So she already, you, you already know what's going on, right? But she's an author. She's a cancer thriver. She acts as a domestic violence survivor. I mean, she is so much. Of course, she's a woman of God. You know, that I should have said that first. But the thing about it is her peace when she comes in the room, her peace when you talk to her on the phone, just even through her, her social media, you know that she is doing her purpose. And the other thing is she's building you up. 
she's, she's, yeah, yeah, that's what she's doing. But I don't want to delay because I have my pen, I have my paper. I'm just ready, ready, ready to be empowered and motivated and pushed over the cliff if that's what needs to be done. And I know you feel that way as well. We want to welcome, welcome none other than the phenomenal, life-changing young lady, Miss Deborah Tulay. Are you there? I'm here. Woo, woo, woo. I am so pumped up, so crunk, and so excited just listening to you share what God is doing in your life and how he is using you to change the lives of people. I'm over here. I'm the one about to jump out of my seat. So it is truly an honor to be here. I bring everyone greetings from Life on Purpose with Deborah Toule. Glad to be here tonight. I'm so, so excited. I <laughs> see on it, you know. But but Deborah, let's do this because I know I didn't I, I didn't do it properly. I I did my best, and that's what's required. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and and the amazing things that's going on in your life. How you really? I, I mean, you you tra- you shaking the world, okay? You really are transforming people's lives because of the amazing things you're doing. So give us a a, a, a just a snap of what's really what's going on in your life. Wow, my life has truly been shaped by Romans 8 and 28. So I say I'm a Romans 8, 28 girl because I truly believe that all things work together for those who love the Lord and to those that are called according to his purposes. So no matter what has happened in my life, I think like Paul, you know, when Paul said he wouldn't count anything as being done or he wouldn't count as anything as being lost, but when I look at my life and I look at all those things that you listed, I think about even going back be- beyond that, that I was the little girl, the dark-skinned girl with the block plaques is what I say about me coming up in the 60s and how it wasn't really popular for you to be dark-skinned and not to have long hair. And in my town, if that was you, then you were saw less than the person with the light skin and the long hair. And I know that there was a um, actually on Facebook uh, where um, there was a colorism topic um, that Ayana did the other day that was so powerful, and I could relate to that because I know a lot of people in the 60s experienced that. So I came through, you know, being born out of wedlock to a single mom. My mom was single. My, my dad was a pastor, and wow. So once I learned about that, I grew up with a lot of rejection, a lot of um, just low self-esteem issues and coming up through life looking for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces. Ended up having my first child before I was 17 years old and, um, you know, got married looking for that that happy home with the, the picket fence and the big house and got married and, and jumped right into domestic violence. Um, the the uh, wedding was beautiful. I mean, it was beyond anything I could have ever imagined. But I woke up one day, and the man that I thought I knew, the man that I thought would love me forever, um, ended up not loving me the way I thought he would. And um, so I went almost 17 years, y'all. I know that was a long time, and I'm a Southern girl, too. So let me say, when you hear me say y'all, I'm from the South. I'm from South Carolina. But um, so I went through almost 17 years in that relationship because I wanted my children to have their daddy. See, I grew up without my daddy. So here I am seeking validation, seeking affirmation from someone who could not give me that because it was not his role nor his responsibility. 
And I think a lot of women go through that. They grow up in life and they don't have their father. Either he's absent or he may be in the home, but he's not emotionally involved in your life. And so you begin to seek that from uh, from men. You begin to seek that from a man that will not give that to you because that is the responsibility of the father. And so once I got a little bit older and I came, you know, got in a relationship with the Lord and God showed me that he would be Abba to me, that he would be father, took all that hurt away, took all that pain away, and eventually I was able to walk out of that domestic violence situation and move on with my life. So that was one chapter, you know, that I went through that lasted quite a long time. But I do believe that even that worked for me. I have to say, you know, I went through that. I call that boot camp. I went through that boot camp, and the woman, the, the same young woman that went in that boot camp wasn't the same when she came out because it made me pray more. It made me seek the Lord more. It made me stay focused more on God and, and him being my provider. Because, see, when you have a man that won't work, you know, the Bible says if a man won't work, he don't eat. But when you have a man that won't work and take care of his family and take care of his children and you as a woman, you got to do what you got to do, to make sure your children have what they need, God taught me. See, I, I had to learn how to pull up my bootstraps and put my big girl underwear on because I was the last of eight children. So although I grew up with that rejection because that's what came attached at birth, yet I was the last child. So I was the me girl, you know, the yes girl, just whatever I could do for you, I'm always yes. So I feel like my husband's personality was a little more dominant and my personality was a little more passive. So when you when you get those combinations together, if it's not of God, you've got some combustion that's going to create some explosions in your life. And so that's mm-hmm. what I went through in that situation. And so after that, got out of that, life moving forward, just so happy and elated. Um, and next thing you know, I had another um, thing that showed up in my life, and it's called breast cancer. Um, in 2012, it was the Friday before Mother's Day when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And um, at that time, I, I was in a state of shock because my sister had breast cancer. My sister had it at the time, had actually been through chemotherapy, had had surgery and everything, and I could not believe me, the girl, the good girl, the girl who went to church, the girl who prayed, the girl who loved God, the girl, I couldn't believe that I was diagnosed with breast cancer after everything else I had went through. But then the question becomes, why not me? Why not me? You know, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord declares that he will deliver us out of them all. So, yes, I went through that breast cancer. And and according to Romans 8 and 28, no matter what happens in your life, you have to know that it works for you. So what I did to breast cancer is I gave her the job assignment. I gave her the job description. I put it to work. I began to blog. I have a blog that's called um, Peak Treasures. It's called the, the Gym, the Inspirational Gym. And right now we have over 10,000 um, views on that blog. An inspiration and gem just to inspire whomever. You may be going through a sickness. You may be going through some other life challenge. But the inspiration of gem is to inspire you. And God had me to write every day. 2013, I began writing. I wrote every day a blog post every day. And then it began to taper off. But it's still out there, still growing. Um, so I'm thankful, thankful for it my journey. I don't count it for now. I don't count it as done, but I give God glory for my story. <laughs> I just love it. I, you're right. Glory for your story. Now, let's step back a minute because um, I think what I've heard people say 
uh, and I'm from the South, as y'all know, I'm from the South. You know, we've heard people say, ooh, you know, whatever your purpose, your calling, uh, I think Bishop Jake says it's the best, that you have to have some type of pain. You have to go, you know, get the mess out of, you know, us. Meaning, you know, we have to go through a transformation to have a message, and we have to go through a test to have a testimony. There was mm-hmm. like, you know, with all this going on in the world, I mean, you know, the, the, you know, being a media personality, I, I love it because I try to stay to my core, but there's so much going on in the media. There's so much going on in, in, in politics, and, and, and we need to bring it on home. There's so much in our city, so much in our own home, so much in our own body. Mm, let's just be real. As the kids say, keep mm-hmm. it one hundred. They may have a new little saying now. What you <laughs> have been through, you know, the, the, I love that you refer to it, and I, I, I cherish that you say that, that Romans 8.28, we can glean from you and see the glory of God all over you. When you like I said earlier, when you come in a room, it's all over you in your face. Um, how can we... I mean, because one minute our child doing something, <laughs> one minute something else is happening, and, you know, just serial stuff is happening. I mean, what can we do? I mean, and that's happening to the believers. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. people in church that's are right. dedicated, like you just said. So I, I, I love how you said that. But let's go a little deeper. We know that's a little word from our from our wonderful, wonderful transformation of Lord Pelzer. Yes, yes, yes. And we're, yeah, how can we deal with all these life-changing things that everybody have their own zip code of it? How can we do that? Because you do that so wonderfully when you talk. I think one, one thing that we have to understand is this, that everyone, you, your children, and everyone around you, has purpose. Purpose is our birthright. So I truly believe that before we ever showed up in the earth realm, before we were ever formed in the womb of our mothers, that our purpose was already existed and was waiting for us. Our purpose was waiting for us to show up, to step out into the earth realm. Now, when we look at our children, sometimes they go through things, and we feel like they're just terrible, they're horrible. Why am I child doing this? Why am I child going through that? But I believe, just as you were saying about Bishop T.D. Jakes has stated, out of your pain, your purpose is birthed. Out of your misery, ministry is birthed. And so sometimes, although we don't want our children to ever go through anything, I truly believe that sometimes when they're going through what they're going through, it's because of how God wants to use them in the earth. And some of the things that they, are, that they experience is to give them a testimony from their test. And if we never go through anything, then we don't have a testimony because we haven't had that test. And if we truly look, even looking at the story, let's just go on in the, in the word of God and look at the story of Joseph. And how Joseph, I'm sure, in the midst of everything he was going through when he got, you know, thrown in that pit, I'm sure he could not even imagine himself being the second man in charge in Egypt one day. When he was in that pit, when his brothers had threw his coat of many colors down in there with him because they hated him that much, you know, I'm sure. No, they they took it back to the daddy. But when they put him down in that pit, I'm sure that he did not think that he would ever be in the palace. And so sometimes we may not see everything. God doesn't show us everything, the whole picture. The Bible says he shows us in part. 
So we may not understand everything that's going on in the moment, but we have to know that we are in now time. We're in a Kairos time, and it's an opportune time for us to take a look at what God is doing. What I want to do and what God wants to do may not always line up. For one, you know, I would have never imagined myself speaking before people. I would have never imagined myself standing to proclaim the word of God before people. I would have never imagined myself going through some of the doors that the Lord has opened for me. And it's all because of the purpose and the plans that he had for my life. So when I finally began to pursue, this was in 2012 after that breast cancer diagnosis, when I, you know, began to pray and began to cry out to God, and God gave me a mantra for life. And my mantra was, Living life on purpose. If you go out there and check out the inspiration of Jim right now, the end of every blog entry says, living life on purpose. That's what God gave me. And then God began to stir that thing up and cultivate that thing a little bit more and help me to understand it's not just for me to live my life on purpose, but it is for me to encourage others to live their lives on purpose as well, for others to know that purpose is their birthright. It belongs to you. And the only way, the only person that can keep you from pursuing and fulfilling your purpose and your assignment in the earth is you. Can't anybody stand against what God has called you to do, what God has ordained for your life? No one can prevent you from walking through that door. No one can stop you from doing what he has created you to do, even before the foundations of the world. So we begin to look at life that way when my children acting up, although I, I'm still a little irritated, it still makes me pray a little harder, but I can say, okay, God, God, whatever you want to do, if you're going to use this experience for your glory to take them to the, to the next level in you so that when they get ready to serve mankind, because I believe that that's why we're here, we're here to serve mankind. Just like Jesus, the Bible talks about Jesus when he washed the feet of the disciples, how he put the towel on and he actually physically wash their feet. We're all called to serve mankind. That's why we're here. So my purpose may be different from the next person's purpose, and it may have taken me going through my former husband's boot camp to get there. It may have taken me going through a breast cancer journey to get there because I believe if I had not have gone through the things I went through, I would not be the person that I am today. Ooh. She just said, drop the mic like Miss Brown always say. <laughs> Five or six times. Oh, Deborah, too late. You're amazing. Let me ask you this, because the journey that you have told us, the, the actual, and I'm going to say it just like this, and I'm going to say it in, in another way, too, the action steps <laughs> that you've taken, the faith steps that you've taken, is, is very transforming. And so many people, no matter what it is, you know, you pick what your boot camp was, you pick what your journey is or what it, you know, was back then. I love how you have corn and the Holy Spirit put in your spirit of being a spiritual purpose strategist. Tell us a little bit more about that because I know you have packages, you have opportunities for people to actually just be in your presence. So we can actually be transformed, that we can have, you know, just live out what God has already predestined us, that we can actually smile. I mean, even in your voice, like I said earlier, I told you I was going to try to sit down, but (laughs) I'm all over the place. But tell us about that because we need to have that joy. We need to have what you have so we can obtain our purpose that we can help others do as well. 
Amen, amen. Well, one thing that I had to do personally, once the Lord began to deal with me about purpose and began to deal with me about what he was calling me to do, um, there is a thing called marketplace ministry. And I know most people, if you're a minister, you feel like all your ministry opportunities have to be in the pulpit with the mic in your hand, and that's where God has called you to. But God has called many of us to marketplace ministry. And I was stirring on the inside, and I knew that there was something on the inside of me that needed to come forth, that needed to come out, but I didn't know the next step to take. I didn't know what step to take to get there. And I had actually gone to um, to a um, an event maybe a year and a half prior, maybe two years before I started stealing this tugging. And um, and at that time it was with it was a actually an event with Lori Pelzer. And at that time I counted myself out. I was not good enough. I counted myself out. There was an opportunity to connect with her at that event. I walked away because that was not me. But how be it that when I got back and God continued to deal with me about what he was calling me to do, one day I made a decision to reach out to her on, on Messenger, Facebook Messenger. And how be it that she responded? And so she and I got on this phone call, and we talked for probably about an hour, and I shared my heart and, let, you know, she just made it, made that a sacred space for me that I felt comfortable just truly just bearing everything and just standing naked and unashamed and just sharing my heart about what I really felt, what I was really going through. And she helped me. She helped to put this package together. She helped She helped to mold me and help me to get an understanding and clarity on what God had called me to do. And so when I sat down and I began to say, okay, God, you know, you're giving me all these ideas, and I see, I see, I see, you know, all this and how I can help people, because it's what I've been doing all along, but I just didn't have a name for it. But I asked the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want me to do? And what came to me is spiritual purpose strategist. I am going to help women that are on a journey. And these are women that are on a journey in pursuit of their purpose. They're in in pursuit of their destiny. And what I do is I help them by excavating, helping them to excavate, which is to dig deep and get some clarity, get some laser focus on their lives so that they can begin to pop P-O-P, which is pursuit of purpose. Because when you find your passion, then you'll find your purpose. So that is what I do, how I help, what God has given to me to do. Um, Actually, we started hosting boot camps. My first event was actually February the 3rd 3rd, um, in Rock Hill and um, had an awesome, awesome um, time with the the people that came, the women that came, and Lori Pelzer came, and she touched the room, and other people spoke as well. But from that, God birthed something in me. It's just like Jeremiah said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. And what I do is help through a POP, a Pursuit of Purpose boot camp, to get you jump-started, to move past complacency, to move past the things that are standing in your way so that you can walk out your purpose and fulfill your destiny in the earth. <laughs> I'm laughing double too late because I told her I'm going to have to borrow that POP. I'm going to have to borrow. I'm going to give her a prompt now. But <laughs> I, I love it. I love it because um, we, so many people, they they existing. They just they just here. You ask somebody, they just, mm-hmm. um, I'm just here. They 
they can't really even answer the question of what, uh, what are they doing in life. They're working from 9 to 5. And we know, if you didn't know this, ladies and gentlemen, I think I spoke of this before, so many people working 9 to 5 are technically, I'm saying technically, uh, on book homeless. I mean, they, 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 they are, uh, depending on what state you're on, I know here in Georgia they are considered homeless and they work 9 to 5. Not just people mm-hmm. that out, don't have shelter, you know, nowadays. So all of us, as the old fan says, uh, it takes a whole village. So the wonderful things that Deborah Tulay does for us is we, we need to be do the POP, pursuit of our purpose, because if we align ourselves and be in purpose, guess what? You can help somebody else in life. And, and she told us she does live events. She does a boot camp. And, you know, of course she does the one-on-one, because I know – some things can be very sensitive that you want to talk just one-on-one. And you, let me tell you, I'm telling from being in her space, you know how some people say, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk. You know, they're going to say all my stuff somewhere. It's not going to go anywhere. Never too late. She's going to actually, um, she's going to embrace you. She's actually going to dive deep, as we said earlier, and, and you're going to actually do your P.O.P. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. And what I say is let's pop. Let's pop. You know, this is our life. Life doesn't just happen. You have to make it happen. You have to get involved in your life. Your purpose is not going to fulfill itself by you standing on the sidelines. How often and how long have we stood on the sidelines and called the game from the sidelines and said, if I was playing, I would do this. Or I would have done it like that. And you can see all the strategies and how things could have been so much better on the field for the people that are playing and participating. But now it's your time. It's time for you to get in the game. And what I say to you is this, let's pop. Let's get in pursuit of purpose because your purpose is waiting on you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Never do this for me. Um you know, time goes by so quickly. I, I mean, I could talk to her all night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Very power-packed information that we have learned from your amazing testimony journey. Uh, and, and as we said, everyone has a journey. But, you know, it's okay to have a mentor. It's okay to have a coach. Let's take it to the word. It says it's okay to have wise counsel. But, you know, of course, That's you right. need to first, the kingdom of God. Then let's put it out there where it's supposed to be. Do us this favor. Anything that we have made have missed that God has put on your heart, please share that with us. And then tell us how we can support you in the things that you're doing. If anyone listening here live or listen to the archives or even listen next year, you know, the divine appointment time for them, that how we can connect with you for your products and services how we can get you to come speak at our different locations or venues, and how we can actually do the POP. We need that pursuit of our purpose as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Renee. Again, I am so grateful and humbled to be here um, tonight on the Good Deeds broadcast. One thing that I want to say is that Deepak Chopper says this. He says there are no extra pieces in the universe. Everyone is here because she has a place to feel, and every piece must fit itself into the big jigsaw puzzle. So life is like a big jigsaw puzzle, and every piece in that puzzle fits somewhere 
And what I do, I want to help you. I want to help you to get motivated on your purpose journey by peeling back the layers to expose laser-focused clarity and produce authenticity around your pursuit of purpose. Because sometimes we are around so many people and we have so many voices from outside, and then we have that self-chatter from inside that keeps us bound, that we're not free. We're not free to move and to be who God created us to be. And what I want to do is to help you to excavate and dig deep and get to the root of some things. And when I talk about peeling back, you know when you peel back an onion, sometimes it makes you cry, right? But it's worth it. I promise you, the dark-skinned girl with the block plaits came out in, in the midst of me doing some deep diving with my coach, Lori Pelzer. And I've had, I've had an opportunity to work with some really sweet ladies, some beautiful women. I've had an opportunity to work with them. And they really blessed me by sharing with me how POP has helped them significantly, the impact that it has made on their lives. And I would love to help you. But what I want you to do, you can inbox me. Inbox me through my Facebook. My name is D-E-B-O-R-A-H. T-U-L-A-Y, Deborah Tule, shoot me an inbox, and I can tell you more about how we can connect. I am doing some one-on-one as well as the boot camp. So let me know. Um, God has given me this gift. He has anointed me to help to break through those barriers to get you into that purpose journey, um, help you get to get motivated and to forward motion and forward movement. That's what it's really about. See, I can't tell you what your purpose is. But when we begin to do the work, your purpose shows up. It's through the action work that your purpose will show up. And I want to invite you in, invite you in. And I say this to you, let's pop. I love it. I love it. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you. First of all, Deborah Tulane, we want to thank you, thank you so much for being in your purpose. And then we thank you so much for taking time out and being a guest here on Good News. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. It has been an honor. It has been an honor. I thank God for you and for all that he is doing in your life. You are truly a shining star. You are a way shore, and I thank God that he's allowed our paths to cross. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, okay, I know you're going to be ready for the replay pretty quick here. <laughs> but please inbox Deborah Tulane. Now, if you have any, you know, hard time contacting, you know, you can always contact us and we'll shoot you right over there that you can actually, oh, we have to w- walk in our purpose. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I, I, I did pretty good. I didn't, I didn't run all over the house, but I do it in a minute. But anyway, <laughs> But we want to thank her so much. Uh, the replay will be up very shortly. We'll have it over on iTunes. You can actually download it for your archives with iTunes. Uh, it'll be on YouTube as well, and of course, all the, our website and also uh, the social media. You know, we love you here at Good Deeds. We love you. Uh, my heart is always to support you in the things that you do. If you want to be a guest on our radio or TV show. We're based out of Atlanta, but we're actually international. Um, Please contact us. If you actually want to be a part of our magazine, you want to write an article, or you want to advertise your products and services, you can do that on all three platforms, the radio, TV, and also the magazine. 
If you want to have your own radio show and podcast, we are doing media coaching for that. And we also have publishing as well. So that book that's been inside of you for 10 years, right? I know. It's time to get that out so you can help somebody else. So we do have different packages in regards to what you need in regards to getting your book out. You know, the platform is be seen, be heard, what, and get paid. So you have to be seen, you have to be, you know, be heard in order for you to have to have revenue, get paid, right? So the thing about it is um, just contact us. We also have a nonprofit organization called Sunday Foundation where we help people, our brothers and sisters, the things we take for granted, meaning our food, clothing, and shelter. We have an educational piece with that. We also have a program called the SUN, S-U-N Project. If you're affiliated with a hospital or a social worker, we go in and actually help the families that their family members in the intensive care unit. Right. Yes, we do. And also, I am a board-certified anesthesiologist, so I am a medical expert. So my information specifically for me being an anesthesiologist is at our website, which is Dr. D-R-R-E-N-E-E-M-D.com. But all of our other stuff that I've mentioned is at the website ReneeSunday.com. Of course, that's www.Renee, which is R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y. I want you to remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. And, and watch your ear, because I'm going to say it loud. You're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. I had to say it three times. <laughs> You're not a mistake. Your past does not define you. You have to do the three things. You have to believe, you got to trust, and you got to walk it out. You know, I love you. I love you, love, but God loves you best. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.